0: This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome in, my friends, to a very special edition of Behind the Pen. My name is Mike Rankin. Ricky Ridmer Rid- is here.
1: What's up, guys? Join me.
0: Dave is here. Special. We have a camera to see my face. This is my first time, <laughs> yep. you guys. You know, I just want to say you're welcome. Oh. <laughs>
1: what it's you it's of you, course it's you're me. the reason it, why it, it's mike it, is gracing us with his presence absolutely. on camera and, and one of these segments mike will be shirtless so you guys stay tuned
0: probably not <laughs> but uh i know all you guys want to see that but the thing is like i got a face for everything radio tv you name it cameras we're good here right <laughs> so what do we got on tap for behind the pen you ask boy we have a lot to talk about mainly bulls we're going to have a lot of bulls content I can't today wait. guys I can't yeah. wait because I have a lot of opinions you guys know if you've been listening to behind the pen for a while that I hate this front office and you know I'm always critical of what the bulls are but, doing but
1: Chicago loves
0: Gar no they don't but, and I think we John, all know
1: but John Paxton won us the 93 title yeah but John Paxton also hates <clears throat> never mind alright so what do we got
0: here also, Blackhawks are making moves. Uh, some good news and some mm-hmm. rather unfortunate news, I guess. If you're a fan of a specific player, we're going to get into that a little bit as well. Uh, then we're going to end it. You know, I usually talk Bears, but since we're in like this dead area of football season, we're just going to kind of push it aside for this week because we got we got baseball I, I to think talk that, about. I think
1: that's wise.
0: And I got we got we, we got some Cubs, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk Cubs and their recent struggles and other other things. But let's open it up with the, with some Blackhawks talk. Because we got the Chicago Blackhawks, two players representing uh, some some you know valuable trophies here. Especially Patrick Kane, who won the MVP. There we go, over 100 points. That was, he's the first American-born player. He's the second American-born player to win the trophy. And the first Blackhawk to win the MVP since Makita. So it's kind of a big deal? It's been a while. And yeah, yeah it is a, it is a uh, pretty big deal. And then on the other end, Artemi Panarin, who was paired with Kane and... A lot of the reason why Panarin had success was because he worked with Kane. He won the uh, Rookie of the Year, and he was up against Connor McDavid. Mm -hmm. Connor McDavid is going to be a force in this league. This guy is super talented, and I'm sure he's going to—he was battling injuries, you know, so that kind of helped Panarin out, and Panarin really contributed. So, good job, Blackhawks, but the thing we really want to touch on right now is the uh, the Andrew Shaw trade. Mm -hmm. Because— As we sat down to do this podcast, you know, we weren't going to talk any Blackhawks because there
1: wasn't, I mean, other than the MVP and stuff. And then they just laid it right into our lap.
0: And then it's like, all right, well, we all knew Andrew Shaw was trying to work out a deal and he was a restricted free agent and they, I guess Shaw was lobbying for four and a half mil. A little pricey. It is. In the NHL, it's tough because, you know, they're, they're restricted by the cap space and they they signed Kruger to that contract. They have to pay Panarin Mm -hmm. for incentives. And, you know, this is on the heels of the Terravine and Bickle trade. So... See, and that's the well, thing I'm that sorry I mean, to cut you off, but, you know, Andrew Shaw was traded for two second-round well, picks yeah, to the Canadiens. The mm-hmm. one thing,
1: the first thing I thought of when I saw this trade was how are people going to react to it based off of the TiVo trade? Because the one thing I've noticed about Hawk fans is they're very loyal to their players, especially when they're fan favorites, and... This past season, TiVo, fan favorite. Andrew Shaw, over his years, has I've seen him as a fan favorite. He's the kind of guy where I viewed him kind of like a Delvadova or a Draymond Green in basketball. If they're on your team, you fucking love them. If they're not, you probably hate Shaw a little bit. Yeah, for I the mean, kind he wasn't playing like he second is.
2: field, but he was, yeah. still, he was still a very valuable asset. Solid,
1: scrappy grinder yeah. in the third line, and I mean... The thing that I look at is there's going to be people that look at this trade and go, so wait, we traded Bickle, and then TiVo was basically collateral just to free up Cap to sign Shaw, and then we didn't sign Shaw? Yeah. What the fuck's going on I think here?
0: the unfortunate part was Shaw was asking for too much, and mm-hmm. the Hawks just couldn't afford it. Well, and the thing is, with Shaw, you can replace his production. Mm-hmm. You know, He's not a guy who scores 20, 25, 30 goals a season, so... It's that Homer name. The thing is with Shaw yeah. is that he provides so much value in the clubhouse, you know. Yeah. And people talk about intangibles. He's an energy guy, and you know That's what he is. You you think of the Blackhawks, and you you picture Andrew Shaw in and his cut cheek, mm-hmm. you know, holding up the Stanley Cup. That was amazing. And a chin lot of, pads. A lot Can't of
1: forget chin pads.
0: Sure, and a lot of people really respect Shaw's game because you're right; he is a grinder. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, he's easily replaceable in terms of production. So I understand the frustration, and I also understand what. The Hawks are trying to do, because they need to free up cap space. and, and you, Bowman's a
1: master of maneuvering around well, the limits and was, here. And I was going to say that. How many times since we won the 2010 Cup have their—after we won that one, everyone was upset. What? How the hell did we get rid of Dustin Bufflin? Well, everyone was calling him Bifuglian by then, <laughs> but his real name is Bufflin— Everyone's like, oh, how do we get rid of him? How do you let Andrew Ladd walk? How do you let Versteeg walk after we win these titles? And it's one of the things where the Blackhawks, the one thing they are good at is they kind of keep their eye on the prize where they go, these are the guys we have to keep. Taves, Kane, Seabrook, Keith. Here's our core. We need to keep that intact. If you're not in that core, I don't care if you're a fan favorite We're going to get rid of you because we've got Stanley Cup on the mind now.
0: Yeah, and I think as we wrap up this quick Hawks Mm -hmm. conversation, I think the problem really
1: goes back to the Bickle
0: signing. Two mm-hmm. and that
1: kind of restricted them in in a huge Basically, way. Basically, he got signed because he played outstandingly in the playoffs. Uh huh.
0: He was what, He scored like eight goals in seventeen yep. games or something like that. He, he was,
1: started the playoffs on sure. fire, and
0: uh, he was a huge presence for the net. And mm-hmm. you know what? A lot of people were like, "Yeah, that's a good deal," but he was a bum for that deal. <laughs> and the fact they lost they lost Saad mm-hmm. really because of that because of the restrictions of mm-hmm. the cap space and everything. And now they're losing. Teravainen, a young, a young player. I mean, I get it, and that's fine. I w- I'm okay with moving Teravainen, but I
1: don't. I I feel I don't feel good about the Shaw move. Well, but like you were saying when we were kind of talking about what we're going to exactly talk about on the podcast in the pre-show, you were even mentioning that. I mean, the whole thing with I mentioned the TiVo trade, and I went, "Oh, like now we can say, well, why did we get rid of TiVo if we're not keeping Shaw?" Like you said. TiVo being a center, we were kind of stacked there anyway. So, I mean, it it was logical to say, you know Mm -hmm. what? Ice the deal. We need to get Bickle out the door.
0: And that's what happened. And now Shaw's Mm -hmm. gone, and it's going to be another retool. Speaking of retools...
1: Is it really going to be a return? No, because no,
0: the, the, the Hawks it's still in the next cap. Yeah, they are. They got to. They got to fill some positions. They still got their core of of Keith Seabrook, Kane Taze. Corey so.
1: Crawford is going to be uh, asking for sure, some money. Sure, to...
0: Crawford's still under contract, but mm-hmm. um, and then they still have Hosa for a couple more seasons. So yep. All right, the Hawks. They're going to make the playoffs again and again and again. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna move on from that. And I, I guess we got to end that conversation on that note because. Bye-bye, Shaw. Thank you for every, all of your contributions. It was a lot of fun watching you play, except that one time when you called the ref the uh, derogatory homophobic
1: slur. We're about not touching that, that because Water we talked about bridge, it before. And I don't want to get into it. We're
0: not going to, so we're going to move <laughs> on. I mentioned a retool, and that's kind of what uh, a certain general manager in a certain city that we base this uh, podcasting group out of. And you think, we're homers, big-time Bulls fans here. Guys, I don't know about you. Gar Packs, I've had enough. I have had enough, and I'm going to be on that
1: I'm on the other side for this. Well, this is—it's not like I'm completely happy, and I'm forgetting everything that has been done wrong. But this is the first off season where I'm like, okay, I don't—I don't hate your draft pick, and I don't hate the move that yeah. you made thus no, far. No, I definitely I hear you, it. Ricky,
0: because. Yes, the, I think he played the the Rose trade. We're gonna mm-hmm. get into that. I think he played that well, and I think Denzel
1: Valentine's in a really nice pick at fourteen. Oh, I, lo- I loved it. So Great value. We're gonna talk loved about it. that. Can't but, wait to buy my jersey. Can't wait. <laughs> and I'm looking like m- every minute to see if they post as it on you're wearing NFL shop. Uh, shop. Yep, as yep. you're wearing
0: a Derrick Rose jersey who uh, hurt both of his knees. Who I
1: have to get rid of it. Let me buy the As let Valentine, me buy the Valentine has knee problems, one. suddenly yeah, goes down. You know down.
0: what? He'll be no. fine. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. We'll see about that. But with Gar, all right, so we're going to talk about the Derrick Rose trade here. But with Gar, this it's, it's his fault. The, the Bulls are in this position.
2: Mm-hmm. One man.
0: Last, see, I'm. I'm going to go back blame. as recently as this last trade deadline. Should have traded Pow. They had it. Okay, so now <sighs> he's. That was it.
1: That, contra- I, that's what he's getting. Wait, wait, to. Did, wait. Yep. To just poke that back. <laughs>
0: the contradicting statements, like Gar always. I just don't understand mm-hmm. the thought process. He says, "Oh, we believe in this core, right? Uh, we think Pow, 35, 36 year old player, mm-hmm. is a part of this
1: core, and we think the Bulls can win with Pow, so they keep him." And then they, even though this is the same player that is so much of a dick that when he was asked at the trade deadline, oh, oh what do you think about getting traded? And he goes, you know, I, I just think it's fun, man. It's a fun process. I mean, Fucking dick.
2: The, you could give the politically correct answer, yeah, but and he's be having like, fun well, with it. It's whatever it's the team like, needs. He
1: knew he was going to walk anyways. Right. Yeah.
2: And Gar said that he wanted a part of uh, power
0: to be mm-hmm. a part of the core, and now then he goes to trade Rose, right? And mm-hmm. they get Robin Lopez, uh, Jerry Grant, and.
1: Jose, out here. Calderon.
0: Jose Calderon, who is also slash Kirk Heinrich. So wh- <laughs> what happened here is, yeah, Gar says he wants to go younger, except he gets 35-year-old Calderon. But
1: Calderon, the way I see Calderon is— He's a role player, right? Yeah, well, yes, he's 35, but he's not going to be here past this season. He's basically, oh, yeah. to me, contractually-wise, he's Derek Rose cheaper. Because he's done at the end of the year. He's off the I books. I
2: absolutely hate that you that reference. And that's what it is.
1: <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's, no, just just
2: call what it is. Book. He's off the He's what? $7.5 million for one year, mm-hmm. and then he's done. Compared uh, to
1: 21.
2: Yeah. But we still do pick up, you know, roll Rolo. Who is a big? Who has a great Can't contract? Believe you just called him Rolo. That's, I love calling that's his Rolo. nickname, man. He's got three years left on that deal. So three years, uh, and he's under. I think he's got like thirteen million. 13, he bumps yep. up not, each. It's not too bad considering the cap jump. Sure, that's a steal right. in the future. In in two years, Joe Keem might
1: be getting twenty eight.
2: That that <laughs> ridiculousness is going on right now. So yeah, it, it, it's a steal for a guy who is high energy, was a great performer in New York. It sets up the Bulls to, you know, safely walk away from Joe and Paul. I think it puts them in a good
1: position moving forward.
0: And uh, Grant, four-year player at Notre Dame, if I'm not mistaken. Last year's of course,
1: th- Grant's nephew.
0: Yep, was- last year's first-round pick by New York. And the Bulls really like him. He's... Yeah, we wanted him last year, actually. He was, he was, uh, he's a, he's a solid—he's got some size for, for a guard. And, I mean, I don't know what role he's going to play. If he's if the Bulls are going to make more moves or not, we could touch on that.
1: Well, and here's the thing I wanted to bring up, and this is based off a comment that we got on one of our Fast Break videos about Derrick Rose. There was one comment that's like—because we were talking about Colerone. Like, yeah. m- maybe he's the starter. I don't know if you put— um, Dinwiddie or Grant there. But, at the two? Well, there was one comment where they're like, oh, if you think Calderon's the starter, you're crazy. Like, yeah. what? who are we going to stick? Are we going to stick Jimmy at the point? Let him <laughs> run the team and then Denzel be... at the... Because well, the way I'm thinking, maybe have uh, Jimmy and Denzel at the one, two, then you can put Dougie at the three, but do we want to start Dougie? You'd run don't know similar to doing.
2: the Rockets and James Harden then. So you, you have an extra three and D guy out mm-hmm. there and Jimmy, I, I, the only question I have is his ball control and his vision. Look, he's a very good player. No one doubts that, but giving him the one might be too much. Yeah, I don't I think that's don't a little like outside it, of where he's Giving him
1: too at. much ego? Well, I,
2: I, I'll get to <laughs> well, that point. Well, but no, I, I think that it definitely has some options. I, I don't love Calderon being the, the number one point. Uh, Jaron Grant, he, he's a he's a quality player, He's a backup, though. I I don't see a a ton of growth out of him. He's got some deficiencies when it comes to his shot. But he can get in the lane. He can draw contact. He's going to get you some points. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, it's not awful. Ultimately, this move had to be made. The Bulls had to part Mm -hmm. ways with Derrick
0: Rose. Now, whether or not you want both Rose and Butler to be traded is a separate conversation. But the thing is, here is, Bulls lost. The they took away the cap space. on you know, Rose's contract, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about him being this egotistical guy against Butler. And you know, Butler had these Instagram posts. Oh, thanks so much, man. And there's some sincerity he to that. He had to. but yeah, no, yeah. No, you know, no, obviously, that's a good move. you're uh, going to, you right had to, yeah. But I mean, realistically, Rose is for himself. Butler mm-hmm. wants to be the guy. So Rose is gone. They got they got younger, and yep. it's a different kind of feel to the. It, it had to be me. Now I understand people feel a certain way about Derrick Rose. And I well, personally
1: the way, believe that he's going to have a good year with New York. The way I describe it is it's a relationship. And we, <laughs> we love Derrick Rose. He was one of us. He was yeah. this city for this city. Like, put the city on your back. He's going to win a championship first, kind of like LeBron with Cleveland. Yeah, he
2: grew up down the street in Englewood. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it and, was. And the was... city, it, I, you talked about this his press conference mm-hmm. day. the city raised him. That's yeah. that's how he, you know, molded him really to who he is today. And there's definitely a, a really deep attachment between him and Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I think that's always going to be part of him. But at the same time, as a Bulls fan, you're kind of like a little, little sigh of relief. Sure, because absolutely. We've been watching this year after year, injury after injury. Oh, this injury, relationship was over
1: for a while. It's well, rough, and not only that, I just think back to not this past season, but 2015's playoff series where he quit. He, well, he hits the game-winning shot. We're up three-one. It's quit like in holy series. shit! Could we possibly knock off the Cavs? And then, like you said, he just quits. He yeah. just quit on the city. And so for me, like that turned me off. And then what really turned me off is when he made, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he basically made comments about like, well, you know what? I got to be looking for my next contract, so if, yeah, two years it, it, before yeah. he's a free agent. Yeah, so I mean, there may be games where I, I just sit myself, and in then the he's like, "Cause I got to watch my knees. Worried now, about my, you. You my son's graduation. For, yeah, Twenty you, years later, you, you know? are not, you are not out <laughs> that, for this city. That seemed you're... a little
2: out of con- like that seemed out of his normal personality, though. To me, like Jimmy's like that local kid who like he's gonna give it his all. He's always all in, and that's why I feel mm-hmm. like those are like. It's weird situations because, yes, he's totally guilty of giving up in that series. And he's totally guilty of making those statements, which just absolutely yeah. alienate yourself mm-hmm. from this uh, team. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the, we, I want to push that aside and be like, I'm going to remember the good, the oh, good absolutely, Derek, you know?
1: And, absolutely. And that's it. Like, I mentioned the relationship thing. The reason why everybody that I saw that was like, this was a bad move, why are we getting rid of him? Because when something like a relationship ends... Yeah. So, like w- when it's over, sometimes you get that thought, oh, maybe we can get back to because you think about those good times. Right. You don't think about the <laughs> thing say, that she cheated on you yeah. did this and did yeah. that. Derek Rose cheated on us. And I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know what? This is better for both parties because we yeah, have definitely. to move on because we are entering, I've said it before, we're entering some dark days for the Bulls.
2: Do you, do you think this was prompted by the locker room or by Derek Rose? Like, I think it was prompted oh, like, do you by think, Jimmy. You think it was Jimmy? Oh, there it, was so much it involved.
1: Was, okay, it wasn't like Jimmy said, hey, Gar, trade him. The way I see it is, I mean, at the beginning of the year, you could kind of see that, okay, there was there's a, a divide. Yeah. There's a divide. And Jimmy is the guy that's like, this is my time. Beginning yeah, he stepped at, up. Beginning of the year, makes it a point to work out. himself as a leader. Yeah. I mean, and He's working out with the young talent. It turned talent. people off, too, on head, in that locker room. Well, it was a hostile takeover. That's sure. what it was. It, <laughs> it was a hostile was. takeover. Yeah, but like in that. the end, Jimmy won. And well, that's yeah, how Because he he's the best player on it. the yeah. Bulls. But with Jimmy Derrick won.
0: Rose, you know, did you guys see that
1: Gar Foreman's still trying to get a hold of him? You guys, Wait, he hasn't talked no, to No, I guess oh. Gar, he
0: even said, you know, he made well, multiple the way, calls. The way
1: Derek found out was through his agent, not Gar. Well,
0: that, 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 that's the yeah. thing. And Gar wanted to touch base with him, and Rose was like, eh, you know. But with the thing, <laughs> going back to uh, what, what Dave was saying but about But he's
1: not, he's not going to hold a grudge against the Bulls. so oh, you that know in the he press will. Conference. You know he He's is. not, he, he, not going to hold a grudge, but of I'm going to use it as motivation. Yeah. The best part of that was when he's like, I'm not going to hold a grudge. But I feel like it's my right to use it as motivation. I don't think that's well, a bad thing to Derek say. Well, the problem with Derrick
0: Rose, going back to what Dave was talking about in his post-game press conference, is like, when he was saying ridiculous stuff, mm-hmm. he's listening to the wrong people. And that's part of His inner brother. circle. That's yeah. what Derrick Rose has been doing his entire time after he won the MVP in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He listens to the wrong camp, his own camp. And they're telling him all this stuff. And, you know, I'm not going to talk about his intelligence level. But when you look like an idiot in front of the entire city by saying stuff like, oh, you know, I'm worried about well, my knees in 18 years when my son graduates. Like, are you stupid? Well, and it's then, one
1: <laughs> of those things where, of course, your inner circle is going to say, no, dude, th- they're and wrong. The You're is, wrong. They're they they wrong. They
0: inali- alienated yep. mm-hmm. Derrick Rose away mm-hmm. from the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. And now he's playing for himself. and Now he's traded. And now he's and a different this,
1: player. And this was a player everybody in Chicago was like, he's going to retire a bull.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we had it written up like after his first year when Mm -hmm. we saw how special he was after that MVP season. That was like here's the thing too,
0: he had two knee surgeries. Well, I'm sorry, he had yeah two knee surgeries, three injuries to his knees, Mm -hmm. right? And at this point, was he going to get a max deal? Because you know he's going to lobby for it. Oh, he thinks after after next year he's back to great already, right? And he very well could be. And I personally think. I'm he's going to have a good year in New York. I'm yeah. telling
1: you what's going to happen. He's going to have a lights. If he stays healthy, he's going to have a lights out in New York. He's going to play very well. And Phil Jackson is going to be in between a rock and a hard place. They're going to sign that, him. That New York media is going to be like, you sign him. They're going to if he plays well. And I'm looking at it going, that that's not the girl you want to spend the rest well, of your life we, with, we, man. Because nah. we
0: know... The problems that come with mm-hmm, Derrick yeah. Rose and him listening to his body all the mm-hmm, time, yeah. and you know, going around shoot around. It's like, eh, I'm good. Never mind. I'm sitting. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm 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 done with that. Uh, enough is enough. And I I think what cool. the Bulls got in return, and I think this has to be mentioned too, is that with Derrick Rose, I, how much he's not the same player as he was no. when he won the MVP, and that's no. obvious. Is he getting there? Yeah, he can't dunk anymore. He's not playing above the, the rim elevation. Like he isn't was. There, you're right. And he was never a good shooter. I mean he was he's a decent shooter, but he was
2: never good. Mm-hmm. He's a chucker more than a shooter. Right. Be honest. <laughs> and
0: his game is to get to the hole.
2: Yeah. He played sixty six games last year. It was impressive. That's good. And he actually he, he started to get his groove back uh different points in that season and it, it gave you some hope. And it was also that little teaser just right before the traded line where like D Rose is rolling. Yeah. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe we get some value right now for it and they well, of like They should nah, have traded knew well, yeah. that, yeah. that one. And
1: that's the whole thing for this deal, why I'm glad it got done now because you you either have two choices if you were Gar Pax. Mm-hmm. Trade him now, and you know his value, or hope that he stays healthy, he lights it up, and then you can get a little bit more at the trade deadline. I'm sorry, I'm putting my money on. He's probably going to get banged up and yeah. dinged and up and not is, stay healthy.
0: I don't trust this front office well, whatsoever to make a deal of this caliber. Because well, at
1: that time, our wasn't even to, even to play say, every game last season. Uh-huh. So,
2: I mean, right. You're, you're right. He's going to go down mm-hmm. for yep. a bit. I think, you know, he's going to probably get... Best case scenarios, he puts up another sixty five to seventy games for the Knicks. That's mm-hmm. that, that's ideal. And I if agree. he can do that and put up, you know, eighteen and six, I think it's a great job by the Knicks. Um but I, I think the Bulls really come away with this yeah. it, let's talk, clean, let's uh, let's talk about what the Bulls them.
0: got in return here. Now Rolo, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's a, he's an
1: excellent rim protector. Keep him away from the mascot, though. Yeah. Can't no, have that t- well, did you
0: hear that? Oh, guys, we gotta, can't have that. Guys, happen. I gotta I gotta mention this because this is so interesting. story time. Well, yeah, it is because you brought up the mascot. Okay. Did, uh, you know uh, Benny the Bull, the guy who plays yeah. Benny the Bull. He got so, he, he got fired. He's gone.
1: S- story time with Papa Rankin here. So, is that what this yeah. is? Papa
0: Rankin, you call me <laughs> old Rank old Daddy. no Daddy. No, Daddy. Yeah, not Papa Rankin. If story you're going that with route. Rank so listen to this. They fire their mascot who was Benny that the That was Bull. the biggest loss of this offseason. Well, so listen, <laughs> that's even bigger than
1: D. Rose. Listen Look. to
0: this, guys. All right, so you know how, uh, you guys watch South Park Island and oh, just I mascots. All right, oh, okay. <laughs> these guys have a coalition, right? Mm-hmm. All the mascots know each other and they get together. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Benny the Bull was hated by everybody. Nobody That's he liked him. No, but, well, He was the best. Nobody. Well, he was. I guess to, to put
1: it in... Nobody's gonna keep him down.
0: <laughs> Sorry. To put it like as frank as possible, he was a prick, and nobody really wanted to be around him. And... Well, I
2: mean, the, ba- the
1: okay. best are usually so, the pricks.
2: All right. Well, it comes with a little
1: bit of ego. To, I yeah, just it had comes if with the territory. Up, even if we we're wearing a hat, to you get know, get top,
2: don't got to worry about it. <laughs> so, Robin Lopez. Even excellent. if you can't
1: spell unanimous, right, Shaq?
2: Oh. <laughs> Rolo. Go, go on, Rank back Daddy. Back on point. Go boy, on, Rank Daddy. Boy, boy, boy. Sorry, we're, we're just making this immature over here. We got it. We're good.
0: Yeah, so Robin Lopez, great rim protector. He's going to make you work down low, and that's something that the Bulls have lacked since, you know. Paul soft. Since Noah.
2: Noah and was injured. Paul was soft. And, and, and it was just a You got nothing from Boozer, low. right? So <laughs> I do not want to do it. No, we're not, going, we're not going, on, going back We're not going wait, that Wait,
1: did he bust the knee with the groceries? Was that what he did when he was here? Didn't he get, get an injury, like bringing in groceries? you talking about Boozer? Yeah, yeah. Boo- boozy, booze. That, that
0: was a, just a train wreck. My Ugh. goodness! But the I, consolation
1: pli- I, prize I, you for you know LeBron. people.
0: He's not going to get. You're not going to get much production offensively from Lopez. Mm-hmm. You get He'll some get you boards. You're going to get defense. You, you get defense and boards
1: mm-hmm. and putbacks.
2: That's the thing. Sure. Like, look, he's going to still give you probably eight points a night just off of putbacks. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's inherent value there. As, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. The big thing is the boards and the rim protector. And at least you get some offense. It's reliable. That was one big thing I had against Joe. <clears throat> was yeah, he could dish the ball. Out. He, he's one of the best passing bigs in the in the league. But his shot was the worst oh, thing yeah. in history to look at, and it was inconsistent. And with his injury problems, like it was That's like a trifecta of no, <laughs> trifecta <laughs> of no on Joe. As much he's another guy who Bulls fans, high energy been with guy, his, oh mm-hmm. my God. leader of their locker room. Yep. yep. So no, I, I think Rolo comes in as a great fit because again, he's got, their he's got the energy, he's the and you, and you know what's
1: even better about this? Yeah. Because we get Lopez, we're not going to go after Bismack Biyombo or oh, I hope.
0: They're not going to max I hope. pay for Bismack Biyombo. Thank goodness. I don't, goodness. Have, I don't yeah. have to worry about yeah. that
1: because we got like you say uh Felicio, but we got Taj, we got Portis, no. we got Lopez. We got big guys. We don't need to max let me, pay let me ask for you for Bismack Biyombo.
0: As we end this Derrick Rose conversation, because it's a good one, and yeah. I, I've been wanting to get this out of me for uh, a while. I <laughs> preach. Preach, brother. This, this yeah. is where
1: I get to rant. I sure, love it. Sure,
0: it's great. Uh, but what I was thinking, are the Bulls done making moves? Cause no. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm leading into. Jimmy may be next. It might be Jimmy, but think about this, though. Do they move Taj not and, and, yes, and, it, and
1: maybe include Dunleavy or maybe even a Snell? Well, and that's the thing I was listening to. Okay. Don't even no, no, freaking no, 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 say no, the no, no, four-letter no, 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 no. network Wait, 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 wait. I was going to listen to the score today. Did you? I was going to. But you didn't. He but didn't. I knew I was going to be on behind the pen. So I'm like, you know what? Rankin's going to listen to this. I need to listen to another source so I can bring something different to the Ooh, table. Unique? Yeah. So yeah. that's why I went to my wheelhouse in Waddle and & Sylvie. And what they were kind of talking about is right now you're dead weight. Is Taj and Dunleavy?
0: They might just cut Dunleavy, honestly. Yeah, if they make more moves. Like,
1: Dunleavy, dude, did I like him when we signed him? Yeah, but he's getting old. He's getting and old. Taj oh, is it was just
0: it was rough for him last year for sure. Uh, Taj
1: yeah. is just like, do I love you? Yeah, but it's like you're part of that old that kind of old what? regime. Yeah, where it's yeah, like, let's get some new legs. And, well, and we
2: got we got a lot out of Taj's legs. Mm-hmm. Look, that man, mm-hmm. that man ran for years. He under put Thibodeau, in work. Definitely. I, I think the biggest chance we have is to look for a team who is. On the edge of the playoffs, and maybe even on the edge of you know competing for a championship, if they need a great defender like Taj who can get you boards, and then I mean plays well look, in post too. Dunleavy, can you can a shot. still get a shot out of him if he's healthy. There's value always in a in, in a man in role above, for because you know, yeah. right now we're on
0: forty percent. Absolutely, you, you think Dunleavy going to be if he's still with the Bulls a pretty strong contributor? Like I'm talking like maybe twenty five minutes a night from Dunleavy. Uh
2: yeah yeah well it's a question of him trading in and out I think they've got a couple of guys who fit the similar role mm. so I can see McDermott. Him. yeah McDermott primarily they're they're gonna kind of compete for that time I think the best bet is to package Taj and Dunleavy together oh yeah and go out and get something maybe future pick okay Probably. I don't trust this
1: office though they're not gonna do it I got a question for you idiots yeah. any of the because the the position I look at is point guard. And with we don't have one, well, and so with, good, wait, good start. And with Taj and Dunleavy, <laughs> could we be looking at it maybe in the offseason? season? Because Conley, Rondo, they're the big ones. No, do any of these teams that have a free agent out there? Do they go? Okay, we'll take Taj and Dunleavy. Let's work a sign and trade for a point guard.
2: I okay. Here is the weird thing for me. This is all depending on if the Bulls are in rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. or if they're going to go with the this Are they is team it? and we're gonna get that six through eight spot in the playoffs mm-hmm. year after year right. and be stuck in NBA Purgatory if they want to go that route they're gonna go get Rondo or um, Mike Connolly I think they're both fantastic players yeah I don't Rondo's like it, at the end of his prime but at the same time, he brings that grittiness, that toughness. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, we, we just talked Rose, and now we're talking Rondo. I'm like, I want to no. go back to that series. <laughs> yeah. My mind is still in that Celtics Bowl series. 8 Oh, my what God. A year.
1: We would have went <laughs> to the finals that year. You know it. It was beautiful. That was the, oh, that that was the, the, the best series went. I've ever seen. That's, That's best, when Dwight went and best, lost in five games. Best, best the series this, ever. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I was thinking about it today. And, and, so he, beat, really and he beat
1: LeBron on the way to it, too. But How many times? Five games in overtime? And they were like decided by two or three games? Just this. It was unreal. So good. Yeah. Like, you gotta clarify that that, that yeah, little gesture to there. Reach. You gotta watch out. Well, now they can actually see it. So <laughs> that's it's saying. you gotta watch out yeah. for that gesture. Heinrich, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it. Oh
2: okay. yeah. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so Rondo, uh, last season we saw him revitalized a little bit. We saw way better production of him than when he was on the dumpster fire of a Mavs. Team. But he's
1: locker room cancer. That's but the thing. He oh, could yeah. be locker room cancer. You need to keep for a team that is. If you don't very, have a head coach yeah, who mm-hmm. is going to
2: keep him in line, mm-hmm. you don't think Rondo would listen to Or I'm sorry, Hoiberg, and that's problem. No, he won't. And that's the other problem. He won't respect Jimmy. So you can't bring in a guy like Rondo. And I
1: think I know where you are on this page. I'm not sure where you are. Are you on the fire Hoiberg train already? No. No. Okay. Because th- that's I the think, one thing look, in our comment section I'm surprised where people are like, get Hoiberg out of here. I'm do like, that. he had you, one season. If you
0: follow the Bulls long enough, you know that there's loyalty in the in the front office with the owner. And then yeah. you know
2: since the front office handpicked
0: this guy as head coach, he's
2: not going anywhere for Andy's at least three for, seasons. And he's a former Bull. And worst case scenario, he's going to eat a couple seasons of losses for us to set us up for victory for a new head coach. All right, let's. You don't want to dumpster let's that. Let's move
0: on. Uh, I just want to throw in, too, that I'd be interested. It depends, though, but I'd be interested in Nick Batum. As a, a free agent <sighs> signing, maybe even Al Horford, somebody like that. It depends, we've though, got, if they were like able said, to move Taj. We,
2: we've got the money because of yeah. you know that deal and, and the cap rose. In, didn't so it? the cap did jump up, but I mean it's also the fact that we don't have to pay Paul, we don't have to pay Noah. So huge amount off the books because of Robin Mopez.
1: I'm going to throw one guy out there. This isn't somebody that I think we're going to get. I just think it'd be interesting if he declined his player option and we did pick him up for cheap. What about Exelon? I player Darren Williams. For like a year, uh, for like maybe a he's year. He's a stopgap. Yeah, stopgap point guard. Yeah. just to start. I don't. I, mean, I don't know how much he has left. If, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or do we go and pay for Lindsay? That Nets team. Uh, that's <laughs> <Linsanity>. <laughs> No. Oh my no. God! I yes. knew you were thinking about it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to move on. Though. Rankin, just, I, just I am sorry. I'm fight. just gonna yeah, no, no. start
2: the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Lynn <laughs> May I? Go for it, man. You want Jeremy Lin? Absolutely. Why? Why not? Jeremy Lin is an absolutely phenomenal. (laughs) No, I can't even. I started the fire. He's a great six man. He's energy. He's scoring. Uh, When he gets hot, he is hot. He can land shots. His vision is not the best, but it's passable. He's miles and miles above Calderon. He can actually Mm. play defense. I mean, it's just like it's night and day. Having Lynn versus Calderon. That that's what I'm looking sure. at here. And yeah. Lynn's not gonna go for a max contract. I'm not worried about that. We're gonna pay him some money, but same time, if we get Lynn this year, and then next year we go get ourselves a point guard in the draft. Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe somebody, you know, somebody who's gonna be coming a free agent next year, who could become a future player for the Bulls, there's a lot of options out there, and then Lynn becomes that six player role again, which I think is what he'll excel at. That's that's what he's made for. Uh he's not there to lead your team, but he can Feed off of that energy. Jimmy and him would be fantastic in that front. In that, yeah, back because Lynn yeah.
0: can run an offense and and stay out of his way. And I, I think that I think that's absolutely perfect. But <laughs> well, will I, talk- do I think they're going to do it? No, <laughs> probably not. But if we're talking Jeremy Lin, you know our options are limited with the Bulls. So I mean, <sighs> that is a slight, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Finally, from this from this Rose conversation. Yeah. Overall, we agree it was a good move to move Rose. Absolutely, it was. But time. let me ask you guys this. Uh, I don't know what your what your opinions are with with Jimmy Butler. I am in the camp of if you're going to go retool, go all in and freaking you have value for Jimmy Butler. I feel like
1: we can, should have traded him for.
0: You can I don't sell sell know if that was high Thibs for Jimmy Butler with us, but we should but here's have pulled the, thing. the deal. All we right. should have
1: pulled the trigger.
0: Jimmy Butler, now there were sources, credible sources mm-hmm. reporting that the Bulls and the Celtics mm-hmm. and the Timberwolves were in talks of a big deal involving mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. What I find very interesting both is, teams wanted them in the ball like Foreman to. Gar, Gar Foreman. Gar freaking Foreman goes up and he's like, "What the hell are you guys talking about? I never dangled Jimmy Outler. I never get me. I never received calls for Jimmy Butler. Uh-huh. And is that's that a him, freaking lie. But is
1: that that's him, a cover up? Is that him playing to Jimmy's ego? Like, no, 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 no. We weren't. Trying oh, to, you know, You we know they were because that's the only thing I can see. Is this is just him going? No, no, no. We weren't trying to trade you. But Don't worry. He was. Yeah, and it was and obvious. I, mean, I would have. I mean, do I love Jimmy? Yes, I do. But I love Chris Dunn. Oh, okay. I love yeah. Let me let me Thomas. piggyback
0: off that because the Bulls had a chance. I guess the well, package. And was... I mean,
1: and I mean, with Boston, we could chit talk them all night because they had a trade from Philly that they should have just pulled with what was it? Noel, two picks, and Covington for the third, and they should have taken it because Jalen Brown sucks.
0: <sighs> but you <sighs> they know get what?
2: More picks.
1: I know the Celtics know, do not know, need more picks.
0: Touching on the Celtics real quick, mm-hmm. you know, the player, player development staff—they probably they know more than we do. Okay. i like it, to think it's, so. It's straight up that guys, they've been doing this for a long time. They probably saw something in Jalen Brown that they wanted. Oh, he's got potential. Don't, Definitely. W- mm-hmm. We're not saying he doesn't have potential. Right. It, it's it's the you question know, of development. I'm just saying
1: bust at number three.
0: Chris Dunn was the guy to take. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. Right, you The are. Bulls had a chance to grab Dunn. And I know I saw the package. It was like. Levine, Dunn, and well, a second rounder.
1: Well, and no, wasn't it, um, from what I heard, it was... Well, Stine, that's what Stein... There are three different were, rumors. The right. One rumor I know, because this is the one Sean told us while we were hanging out watching the draft, was apparently they wanted to give us Dunn and Rubio for Butler. No. And um, the Bulls said, we'll give us Levine, and the T-Bulls said no.
0: Yeah. So it was Rubio, Dunn, and Levine? No, they. It the, Bulls just Levine said, the Bulls Rubio. said or, sorry, swap
1: oh. out. Rubio, Rubio and for Levine, Levine. See, now what the and the table said no. We're not getting Le- Getting
0: rid of Levine. My opinion on that specific deal is: I think Jimmy is worth more than just Zach Levine. Now, I love Chris Dunn as much as you. I love him. Yeah. I think he's going to be a star. Be
1: great. He be. He would be great. Next if to we Denso had a competent whoever we put in front Jimmy. office.
0: And I truly believe this. I think they would have been able to pull the trigger mm-hmm. on a Jimmy Butler deal, but this front office is a freaking joke. And yep. once again, it showed, it showed their underpants. Things things aren't <laughs> over,
1: though. He could be traded yeah, this I say This season. doesn't change anything. Right. This
2: was just the hot, hottest point uh-huh. for it.
1: Right, but all the pieces yeah. are still there. You know, got to get
2: back to the table. I'm in the camp, and a lot of people are like,
0: "What are you doing trading Jimmy Butler? He's a top 12 talent. You don't want to get rid of this guy." Interesting 12. That's uh, well, if you're because gonna I'm going to enter, a, if you're enter the rebuild. 50, but let's you, dive right that's in. That's the thing. Yeah. you go plus you. Okay, you have so much to say because like it's it's just so interesting. <laughs> yeah. this, I'm going to do, do
1: something I never do. I'm just going to shut up and let you talk. It's about freaking first. time,
0: Ricky. <laughs> no, but with with the Jimmy Butler situation, a lot of people want Jimmy Butler to stay because you want to build around this guy. But if you do do that, you're half-assing a retool, like garlic's call a retool. If, if this is me, you sell Jimmy High, you get younger, you get more talented, you have more talent on your roster, and that gives you a chance to maybe cut a Levy because you have a guy like Chris Dunn coming in. Guy like Zach Levine or whoever they get in return, I would have wanted Andrew Wiggins. My goodness, if you had Wiggins done in a pick,
1: we weren't going to get him. No, though.
0: but I'm saying I yeah. think Jimmy could be worth that. Plus, mm-hmm. maybe maybe add in another player to kind of yeah. yeah. we would
2: add a spice
0: up a little. If it would, yeah. If you get Wiggins done in a pick, do that. Oh my gosh, you do that three times or, in a day. Or yeah.
1: were all these trade talks just Thibodeau saying, you know what, I'm going to fuck with you because nah, he's not. How, like that's that. not well, Thibodeau. No, no, no. But no. the way I and this is I heard. Uh, and when I was watching or listening yeah, to yeah. Waddle and Sylvia's, they brought the point of like, you could kind of see that because when Thibs was out the door, Gar came out and just blasted Thibodeau. Like, he's terrible to work with, this, that, well, and true. the other. It is and true. And, I don't know, I could maybe see where it's like, you know what, I'm gonna make you think this is serious, but it ain't gonna no, happen. No, I don't think Thibs no. is that kind
2: of kinda professional. Tibbs wanted Jimmy Butler yeah, on his team. He absolutely. loved Jimmy when he was on his team. He grew him as, you know, they one get of to the work together players. for the Olympics. They get to work Oh, mm-hmm. oh that little bit of oh, great, great, great <laughs> for them. But no. It, it it really comes down to the fact I, I completely disagree with their their uh theory that Tibbs is just fucking with the Bulls. I wish this trade would have happened. There's a ton of there's different pieces that would have, mm-hmm. you know, evened it out a little bit on one side or the other. I mean I would have even settled have for like in Taj. I I would have settled for a game like a Shabazz plus and then we could, yeah, move Taj in or mm-hmm. one piece to the other. But look, I'm with you. I think the problem is I, I touched on it a little bit earlier with the NBA Purgatory. If we have Jimmy, we're not going to be bad enough to get a top pick in the draft. The way you really turn around a team is with these these people who are just absolute game changers, like we're looking at Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. like we're looking at Brendan Ingram, and we're going to be stuck in that teen range where it's like, we can find steals, yes. We can find good role players, yes. But is there anyone who's going to get this team above 50 wins?
1: Well, it's like Cowherd said today. How do you make the finals? Look at the finals. You get game-changing players. LeBron James, game-changing. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry. Game changing. Well, a lot of people. Kevin Durant, so good. even game changing. Oh, yeah. Like that's how you get far into right. the playoffs. Now is Jimmy, <laughs> Derek Rose at the time when we went sure. to the Eastern Conference Finals. Game changing. I think yeah. Jimmy Butler is very
2: good, very good. Right, I, but, here's the problem. But
1: he's the best one on our team. He'd be like the second and third on most elite? other teams. Is I don't elite? agree with
2: that. I, I I third really
1: on uh, most of the, look at the playoff like the good playoff teams he'd be maybe second put him on the warriors he's like third or second. fourth he he may be even behind Draymond Made, I think your values are way... Uh, and green I'm sorry, was, wasn't
2: Draymond the best player in that series for the Warriors? No, no, no. Didn't I'm their just, unanimous MVP of the season no, fucking no-show?
1: I'm just saying overall, like, as a player, not just the finals, I think his contributions would show
2: differently, being on a better team. Well, I'm just saying, I, like, I, I think looking he be at the better. difference
1: of our team compared to any, like, of the good teams, Jimmy is not on the to be... Wouldn't be, wouldn't be the best player? Wouldn't even no. be the second best yes, player because of Kyrie. Uh, I I put think, Kyrie? I think and I know, well, Kyrie well are on then. the same tier. No, I, I think Kyrie's better than uh, I put Kyrie, especially after these finals, I put Kyrie up there too. He made that shot, yes. Did he uh, he some, also oh, he Kyrie has Kyrie a had, pretty good. He shoved the a great fuck series. out of the ball. You want to
2: shoot 35 times a night? Yeah, you want Kyrie Irving. That's what you're telling me. I respect him. I think he's a phenomenal talent. I think he's still growing. Yeah, he it's going to get okay. better. But the man puts up volume. We're, 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 That's where you're going. Okay, so <laughs> sorry,
0: we're Jimmy, coming back. Great talent. We're going to come back to this Thank Jimmy you. thing. He's not. He's not a top ten talent in the NBA. I mean, he's close. I don't, Dave. You can yeah. have your opinion. I, I'm just, a, I'm, I don't
2: see it. Yeah, I see I him right outside the top ten.
0: Yeah, I don't see. I don't think Jimmy Butler is as good as he thinks he is. And I'm. I mean, I'm sorry if I insult a lot of Bulls fans out there, but you know, Jimmy Butler has a lot of value. And we're going back to this because you get Chris Dunn. You have an opportunity to get Chris Dunn. And I think mm-hmm. the thing is with that trade, and if it was serious or not, I think these were serious talks. I think the difference between the Bulls getting Dunn in whatever package is that Thibodeau really likes Dunn, and I don't think he was willing to part with him, even
1: though he loves Jimmy. Well, yeah, probably Thibodeau went, oh, my God, Boston didn't take him. What? what? Wait, yeah, unless wait, wait. you know the Suns weren't going to get it, him either. Is so. this real life? Well, that was like immediately when it happened. They were like, well, now teams are going to try to trade up just because everybody who wanted Dunn was like, wait, wait, we can get Dunn? Because nobody thought he was going to the Suns.
0: For now. Jimmy Butler's a bull. Mm-hmm. He is
1: their piece. They're gonna build around him. Mm-hmm. But let's
0: talk about this draft pick.
1: Oh, fucking loved it. Denzel I loved Valentine. It. <laughs> I, beautiful.
0: I, I don't know how many times I've called him Denzel Washington yet. already. He he's already too. done it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Training day,
1: baby. Training day. I <laughs> <But laughs> yeah. love yeah, no. that movie. So
0: let me talk about uh let me let me talk about Valentine a little bit. Here's here's what I see. Now I see a guy who he's not athletic, he's not as athletic as you as you'd prefer a top NBA talent to be. He he doesn't play above the rim. No excellent passer got great court vision really good in transition mm-hmm. he'll get he's got size six five for a guard he'll get your boards,
1: but he can he, also play the three he
0: yeah he can he and can play the, the three. Tile, yeah. he can shoot off the pick and roll he's not the best off the dribble, you know he can't beat his man in isolation, so he's not that type of player, but you got a, you got a shooter who forty percent from three can knock down the open jumper off a screen is really a good passer.
2: He's gonna get your boards. I mean, he, he brings
0: three areas to the game. Yeah, he needs work defensively, big time. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of rookies do. You saw McDermott, but you know, Chris Dunn's gonna need work defensively. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish we had Chris Dunn. I meant Valentin. Uh, but I'm really, I'm really happy with the pick. Dunn's at 14. Yeah. I know, I know, he's got some some knee problems. We mentioned that earlier, but
1: yeah, but that's not to me. That's not a huge problem because his knee problem was he had it in late December kept him out two weeks, and then he was back right away. He was a workhorse. That's another like, thing. I remember at the time, me and Brandon for the Primetime Podcast, were he got injured, and we asked, oh, could Michigan State still be undefeated? They lost the next game. Hmm. So that's what happened there. And he came back, he was fine, and they went and played well the rest of the season.
0: I think the thing, too, with this pick, and as well as the three guys they got in return for Derrick Rose, is that they're all high-character athletes. Mm-hmm. They all work hard. And I think that's a thing, too, where... You saw the differences Rose and Butler saw, and yeah. especially the relationships they had with Hoiberg. They didn't, they didn't respect this guy. <laughs> they're bringing in people, they're bringing in talent who will run Hoiberg's offense, and that's what we need. That's what the Bulls need to do. They mm-hmm. got to have guys who are high character athletes. I know it's not a tremendous need, but you got to actually run the freaking offense. And with that. Yeah. And the thing with, with Jimmy Butler, real quick, too, uh, with, with Valentine. I think the problem like Jimmy the last year we saw a lot of isolation from him and it's not a big deal especially late in the game like fourth quarter you know game on the line you you want your best player to go iso mm-hmm. but what he does is he'll he'll go iso with 18 seconds on the shot clock you do he doesn't even get into the mm-hmm. offensive set right. he'll just go you know and I think now with a retool retool <laughs> yep favorite uh, price of the day it's it's gonna it's gonna get it's going to get better especially
1: since Rose is gone but I really do like this Valentine pick at, at uh 14. The thing that made me love it even better and it's kind of like Tom Izzo today when I heard him on the radio was kind of telling me what uh-huh. I already knew but it's one of those just things where the ego now. well when somebody tells you something you already know and you you're reinforcing like, like, your you're thoughts just Smiling. Yeah. <laughs> and he hits the he hit the nail right on the head of, well, of course he worked with the kid for how many years and he goes this kid is like the number one thing he's all about is winning. Yeah, that's what he's about. And I'm like, that's what we there need. We go. We need kids that want to come in here and win. Because when you look at the Bulls, we're not an organization. We're not a fan base that just looks for winning games. No, 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 no. Are we're you talking sure? About winning championships. Because Garfield says no, no, no. The reason saying, why we're good
0: and we want free agents to come is because no, we made the playoffs. I'm saying, years. I'm saying, as a
1: fan base, <laughs> when we talk. About our team and we talk about the future, we don't say, oh, we just want to win games. No, we want to win championships. Now, that may go back to we have two three-peats and six championships, but yes, we are a city that... Isn't that what every city wants with their team? Yeah, oh, I think it, so. it, it is, but we just have that extra fuel, I feel I think like. you're a little biased. Uh,
2: yeah, you're, you're you're beyond a little biased. I feel like it's
1: like, no, but I'm serious. No. Ours is just the, we've well, been yeah, there before, we know the taste. Unfortunately,
2: we've been there a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And the closest thing to success we had was Derek Rose carrying a team and then just tragedy pretty yeah, much awful. for, for or, the next four years. Or getting beat
1: down by the big three, the so, Miami team. Yeah, that
2: was tough. No, so I mean that... I understand where you're going with the expectations of this team, um, and I think the the one thing that they all saw in Denzel fitting into you know where this org wants to go is the fact I hate that when
1: you say that though. I'm sorry, I hate
2: org, when you say org for you. Uh, <laughs> the the thing is, he he is a senior. He's got the experience. He's a mm-hmm. veteran like on his own too. team. Mm-hmm. He understands how the locker room works in college.
1: He knows where he's, he's going to be the coming mentality. in. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at Deonta Davis, freshman coming out of the talking same exact school. Talking too much. Talking about how, oh, you know what? If I played more minutes, I would have been better. And he got passed up for it. Yeah.
2: No, I, I think he he's a smart player. And you got to respect his versatile. And look, if he's going to get you... If he's going to give you coverage as far as points, rebounds, and assists, mm-hmm. that's value. Like, I'm there's not a ton of guys who are going to hit all sure. those three marks, and consistency is the big thing with him. Like you said, he did have that knee injury where he missed two weeks, but let's be honest, if he needed to, he probably could have played, mm-hmm. but it was December. They didn't need him. They let him come back healthy, and he gave him
1: points night in, night out. He was reliable for that team, and he took him far. And the one thing I'm going to throw out there as, I know, Dave, you're not going to like this because you think he's a dirty player, but... Who also came out of Michigan State, and although he does some things that are questionable, he is a smart player, is Draymond Green. So, I mean, that's enough. I think your love for Draymond is uh, enough for today. You know what? I mean, Draymond (laughs) Draymond in that locker room is seen as a leader. No doubt. He's seen as a leader in that Golden State (laughs) locker room, and Denzel could— I could see I him doing the same see. thing for us. I definitely us. see it. I, yeah, I, I think my that, hope yeah. is
2: Jimmy takes him under his wing. And I think sure. I think they'd get along really well. Yeah. Jimmy's or is like, Jimmy
1: going to pull a Brett Favre of Aaron Rodgers where it's like, you stay over there, no, I'll stay over uh, here. No, no, I think they're going to build a decent relationship. You, you talked about this you know, the past I think he's season, gonna Jimmy respect. was
2: working out with the younger guys. He's mm-hmm. making sure everybody's on the
1: same page. Well, you as know him. how he did that, is well, take over
2: the team. He's smart.
1: I'm hoping we see, I know the age gap may be a little bit different, but I'm hoping we see more of a Michael Scotty where it's like, Michael, I can't. Can't do it without this guy, man, well, and they develop that kind of a relationship. Comping
0: Jimmy, yeah, I got you, but all
2: right, so you don't need to compare everything The championship. <laughs> like. I'm sorry, that's we're right. good, that we're good.
1: Point yep. wrapping
0: up this Denzel Valentine conversation. Uh, Big Ten player of the year, uh, AP national player mm-hmm. of the year. Bulls got him at 14, pretty good value. Who do they got in the second round? We're not going to talk very
1: much on this guy, stash and draft, pulls Zips. draft and stash draft and stash. He, uh, role player. I got some notes here. Dude, I'm telling All you. Notes. I'm telling you. Zipza is coming out soon. He's going to be a few years, but he's going to be big. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. You know what I, what I <laughs> <The> read? <Zipsa. laughs>
0: what? He played in Germany? Yep. Uh shot 40% from 3. He's a big man, right? Right there,
2: you get value. Uh um, literally put a no number man. next to three point. It's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that guy, he could be good." No matter I mean, you could have like, you know, absolutely no talent whatsoever, mm-hmm. but if you stand on that three point line on this spot exactly and you hit 40% you're worth something yeah. in today's
1: and NBA. Solid
0: defensively. You need the you know the Bulls need help defensively. So keep an eye on Zipsy second round pick. I mean, we'll take what we can get Is at this zip point.
1: Is it Zipsy or Zip I don't know. I think
2: it's Zipsy. Que- I do have a question though. Going back to that first round pick for Valentine, do you feel like we missed a chance to take a guard like like a true point at that point?
0: Well. I mean, who is available?
1: Deonta Murray. That's who he wants Baldwin. us to talk about. Yeah, I know I Dave. The, I think, he wants us I, to match They're both Murray. available.
0: I think Baldwin would have been a very. I think he would have been the right fit for what the Bulls needed to do, mm-hmm. and I think they would get tremendous value at fourteen for him. But at the same time, I'm very. I'm happy with the Valentine pick as long as he doesn't go down. Like if he, as long as he's healthy, we're good there.
1: Well, and I mean the one thing that it really depends on, and this is the only thing I hate about the NBA season is that it never ends. Well, I love that part, but until football season, I'm strictly <laughs> football. But no, the one thing I hate about it is that free agent to me free agency should be before the draft. You get what you want in free agency, then you add your kind you feel of the like need, yeah. the needs with the draft and in the NBA it's reversed. We're going to draft first and then okay, now we're going to set these guys in the holes. Before we go, for yeah, free with agents. the
0: scheduling and everything, that that makes it tough mm-hmm. because you need time for free agency and you need the NBA finals to play out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're not going to because you want the summer league to
2: start right away. If you are going to no, organization, I, I, I get no, it. I know it's what you just mean. Though. Kind of like
1: got. with me, it, logically, I'm like they should be flipped. All right.
2: But Does it place a higher pre, like it places a higher, higher need on yeah. hitting
1: right in the draft? And I mean, there are so many reasons why that job of hitting right in the draft is one of the hardest jobs, unless you're like, oh, we're at number one and Ben Simmons is there, so our job's easy. Right, yeah, so, I mean,
2: it, it yeah. worked great for, you know, Greg mm-hmm. Oden, too. To,
1: <laughs> to yeah. recap,
0: Sorry. to <laughs> recap, we, I think we're all in agreement that we were we were okay win- win with, for the Bulls? with Jimmy Butler <laughs> being traded.
1: Right? This, was, yeah. this is like, sh- this is shades differently than the first draft reaction we ever did for when we used to be just the onside kick channel. Tony Snell draft where me and Mark me and Mark I hated it hated that and got roasted for it in the comments yeah
2: no I mean well well, you were kind of assholes about it so it was such a a terrible pick pick it It was oh no no, I'm not arguing I'm not arguing the pick I I think think they nailed it it was just maybe they went a little too hard. I gotcha
0: okay well all right. we're moving on Mm -hmm. Uh, really good conversation guys Uh, hopefully we can do it again so we will right now we're gonna talk (laughs) Chicago I love that segue we're gonna talk Chicago Cubs
2: because my Chicago Cubs Whoa, whoa, whoa! Our Chicago Cubs. Okay. Dave's
1: the only Sox
2: fan. Oh, you're a Sox fan. Day. I am yes. a Sox fan, but I'll give you some perspective. <laughs> the losing side.
0: All right, me and Ricky will just uh, take it to town here, I guess. Then, uh, well, right now it's not it's not super fun to be a Chicago Cubs fan because they they're currently losers of four straight as of June 24th. <laughs> so the problem, w- w- what the Cubs are facing right now, is lots of injuries, and, mm-hmm. and it, it's taking a toll on their offense. Yeah, and. Man, I don't have any stats in front of me right now. I wish I did. wish I had a laptop like you gentlemen, but it's okay. You got a computer. You I'll live. use I'm, it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, Well, we got Soler hurt. Schwarber's out for the year. Rizzo's dealing with back pain. He might hit the DL. Mm-hmm. Fowler's gone. He's he's hurt with a hamstring. But the thing is, it's really nice to have depth. And it's really nice to have depth within your organization. Calling up guys like Almora, Wilson Contreras, who hit his uh, third homer tonight, I believe. Yeah. And Almora's killing it. He's doing really well, still young, lots of... This this farm system has paid dividends over and over. Yeah, no, and that's the thing, too. You look at the guys that they called up. Yeah, they traded for Rizzo, but they had him in his farm system for a a couple years before he made his debut. And Javier Baez was a a Jim Hendry draft pick, developed in the minor leagues. Albert Almora was a draft pick, developed in the minor leagues. Wasn't Contreras Contreras was drafted as a, a... Third baseman, yeah, I believe but he was also a Jim well,
1: Henry guy too, right? I
0: believe so because I think he spent a considerable amount of time. I think he. he was, I think he was drafted before 2011 when mm-hmm. Epstein took over. So you're right there, and guys, you know they need to get healthy. And but at the same time, it's the end of June; they still got an eight and a half nine game lead think, in the division.
1: I, I think we're like whenever I turn on any sports radio here in Chicago and they talk Cubs and they take callers, I'm kind of surprised, like. I'm not surprised because you listen the, to the wrong the station. Pa- That's the yeah, thing. The even the score too. The one time I listened, there was some panic from the fans. Where I get the panic. We're Cub fans, and we're used to Murphy's Law of if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Yep. But the way I see this is, it's June. It's still early, and I rather have like Fowler, Rizzo. Everybody you named that was injured, i rather have them healthy in October. Well, you're, if you, we're if hoping you gave, these injuries yeah, don't reoccur, yeah, though. but if I you mean, gave me a choice on healthy season. now and we get, like, tons of wins or healthy in October, I'm picking October. Mm-hmm.
0: And the thing is, too, uh, they were projected at one point to break the single-season win record. That doesn't mean squat See, unless can, you win the Can I ask you a
1: question about that, though? Warriors. Are you the kind—because of what happened— <laughs> oh, No, because of what happened to the Warriors— are you on the side? Because I'm really 50-50, I could care less if we do it or not. But how much do you care? But okay, In I couldn't care less. Thank you. Right? Is that what I should say? That's have said? right. The, there is no you're, less care that you could give. You, <laughs> you are going to be a stickler with me for that because it's got to be grammar. I think about it all the time when I say it. But English language. Are you a guy that is like you know, I am a Don't guy. go. Don't go. For the really. record. Because of what happened with the Warriors. Oh,
0: I'm not saying don't go for the ref- record because of the Warriors. I think the Cubs could break the record and win the World Series this year. That's how good they are. But at but the same time, you it's not necessary. That if we break
1: the record, maybe we on the way there. You're going to run yeah. out th- some arms. Well, out Well, you don't have uh-huh. to go for it. And I think Joe Mann understands
0: that. I think uh, you guys so are still in nothing. great position yeah. too. It's not. I, I
2: mean, you lost four in a row, but you're I don't, still right at the top. I
0: don't mm-hmm. look at the record at all. You know what I look it, at the division. They have you a healthy what, lead. You know what
1: made this last one worse? We got swept by the Cardinals. Like A little that, dirty. Well, yeah. it's just like, I hate the Cardinals. Yeah, but they, they won two out of three uh, and <laughs> Yeah, but I hate, the, Car- like, I no, hate I know. the Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals, and that's the only reason Best fans of baseball. why this 4 Idiots. like this is <laughs> no, why, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> kind of. This is why this last four-game stretch hurts, because three of them were to sure. the Cardinals. But you know what made it all the better? The Dodgers swept the Nationals, so we're okay. No, yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> even. You're just trading wins now. Yeah, the I thing mean, it, with the D- Cubs, Dusty's not happy either. So you don't. You
0: don't have to bird watch. They're going to be. They're going to be in the playoffs, guys, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're probably going to win their division. So handley, we're gonna win it. Handily you don't have to too. worry about that. I, I, the pirates, I, I'm I'm done with the pirates. I don't oh. think they're a threat at all. Uh, I think the, I, I mean, preseason position. I said the Cardinals would take a wild card spot, and I'm sticking to it. And I think they will. I said Mets, Cardinals. So did
2: I. So mm-hmm. so is your plan just to ride out the injuries for now? Well, well yeah, kinda, yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing. What they're doing too, they're
2: just
1: so good. They're, though, they're that very, we they're
0: very smart. The thing with Rizzo is, I'm a little. A little concerned because those back things—it's it, been bothering it doesn't him for go a while—and he, you know, took a couple days off. Mm-hmm. and came back, played for a week, got well, hurt again.
1: Well, I mean, in basketball, we saw what happened to Igudala with a bad back. Well, sure, he was super unpredictable. Mm-hmm.
0: But in baseball, it's totally different. Yep. You rely yeah. on your back, you know, in every swing. Mm-hmm. So, what the thing is with Rizzo, you put him on the DL. Here's now. Here's what I want to see. I don't want to see Rizzo go on the DL because I want Rizzo to be on the field. But at the same time, if you get him some rest, you can afford to do that. Call Dan Vogelbach. This guy. What is he, 24, 25 years old in the minor leagues? Mm-hmm. Call him up, get him. Some, he hasn't made his debut yet.
1: He's been in the farm system for so long. Do we feel he like it's no, too soon? No, well, it's not too soon. It,
0: no, absolutely not. You call him up, you get him some big is league experience. Or because we so
1: loaded with young talent no, you provi- no, no,
0: no, listen to me. You have value in first base position because you have Rizzo. Mm-hmm. And Vogelbach can only play first. And he's restricted by that. You, you can't put him in the outfield. He doesn't play the outfield. So you, Rizzo's on the DL. Give Vogelbach a chance in the big leagues. Get him some experience and exposure. Cubs can deal him for a big-time arm or something but, by the but, deadline. Yeah, but you You're, you're saying, only
1: increasing value at that point. I, I'm with you on this one. The, but the only thing I see is, okay, with Rizzo on the DL, we can call someone up. Did we already call somebody up to take He's that spot? He's not on the DL yet, though. Okay. When when he so does, would So when he, it he does hit by. the DL, okay. I thought it was something where he'd already hit the DL, no. and we already brought somebody up and mm-hmm. who do you have to bring down. Like, yeah, and I— and that part, I totally agree with you because then the one thing you can kind of do, and I know this is me kind of playing a little bit of the side game, is, man, if he comes up and he plays good, when Rizzo comes back and you're like, okay, Rizzo is healthy, maybe trade trade deadline you can maybe move a young talent like Vogelbach.
2: Wow, it's almost like there's an echo in this room. Yeah, it's like, wow, I just said that or something. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. It's, it's a luxury, and it's a luxury <laughs> yeah. the Cubs love to yeah. have right now because, look, not every farm system is loaded with talent with as much upside as the Cubs have. And uh, trust me, I know this. Ours is shit. So, <laughs>
1: Isn't you're... it Texas who has the loaded pitching prospects? Texas always has loaded pitching no, for, they, like, the last they two decades. St- They still do have the loaded Probably. pitching prospects, Texas, right? Texas.
0: Um, the Dodgers, I believe, are loaded with some. Uh, top because prospects.
1: it was I'd because like... it was the Rangers who they said could rival the Cubs for Andrew Miller.
2: Was that it? Yeah. yeah okay, I didn't see that, but probably. So, I mean, you just named. There's a prize out there already, mm-hmm. and Cubs are interested, but do you think the price is going to be right? Well, you're right. I think
1: I think he has you to be start... involved in that trade because of well, the cashier okay, so and everything that's real going quick, on with the game. Before we
2: before
0: we get into this conversation, <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> I'm no, no, I am sorry, I said you're way fine. too no, early. No, no, no. Uh, we have to mention, though, that the Cubs' bullpen is struggling right now. Uh, Pedro Stroup's inconsistent, and he's the setup guy in the eighth. Justin Grimm, who they ride a lot, mm-hmm. has a 6 ERA, and he's, his velocity's down 2-3 miles an hour, which is a problem. He's missing up in the zone, which is a problem. A little too much wear and tear right now. And possibly. So what they're going to do with Grimm is use him in high, lesser stressful situations until he gets... Better Clayton Richard is garbage. He's gonna be gone eventually, you know. So
2: yeah, nothing's new there.
0: What the Cubs? Well, hey man, Clayton Richard did a decent job last season, right? He, damn it. I'm a fan of Clayton Richard. He, he, he is on he the could. DL though, so you don't have to. Yeah,
1: swim they, for a little yeah bit. They, they, yeah, they, had
0: to because it, he had a blister, mm-hmm. and they were just like, yeah, get out of here. We need somebody else. <laughs> uh, Concepcion got called up, lefty reliever. He looks mm-hmm. pretty decent. He's another young uh, prospect for the Cubs, but the Cubs definitely their their need right now. They need to get healthy. That's mm-hmm. one, and they definitely need some to bolster their their late inning relief pitching.
1: Well, and I in mean, the as we get closer to the All Star break, too, we're losing we're losing an arm in the pen because isn't Joe Madden? He they sent down yeah. Warren and in order to thank make you for him a six starter. Up.
0: Yeah. So what they're doing now is they're stretching out Adam Warren, mm-hmm. and they're going with six man rotation because what like what I said earlier, the Cubs. They're one of two teams who have only used five starters this season Mm -hmm. consistently.
2: Yeah. Because this starting rotation has been so good. Under three RA. Combined, it's hard to argue with that. And, and obviously, the the advantage of six man rotation is you you space out the starts a little. They get a little more time for recovery. Mm-hmm. And you know that that seems like a move towards the long term. We're looking for playoff baseball. And that's the at this thing. Point.
0: Joe Man is doing something before something happens, and it's really smart. Right. And it's it's really it's pretty much top down in the organization. They have a really good feel of where they're at with Adam Warren. that's it's you know a lot of pitchers have this daily routine every five days. It's good for them. Adding that extra day of rest, it could either, you know, affect them mentally. You know, some guys wouldn't respond; they do respond differently. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, because you see what happens. It's, a, with it's Jason ritualized. Hamlin. A lot yeah. of
2: these oh, pitchers. Yeah. I mean, it's they, they, have, they have their exactly. – Absolutely.
1: Well, it's, yeah. it's like when uh, I can't remember what day it was. It was like a few weeks. It was when the Dodgers were actually in town here in Chicago. Um, I was listening to Dan Patrick show, and he had um, Kershaw on, yeah. and he was like okay, so you were able to call in today because it's your off day. Usually, like, what goes on when you're in a city? He was more about, like, do you ever get to go around? He's like, yeah, well, today is kind of an off day for me. I did, went to the ballpark, did some stretching, did some long tossing. Now I'm just around Chicago with my family. But they have stuff, like, each and every day. This is what I do. This is what I do. This is yeah, what I do. This is what without... I eat here. This yeah. is what I eat for dinner yeah, here. Oh, yeah.
0: So the thing is with, with the whole Adam Warren move is – you look at Jason Hamill, mm-hmm. and when the Cubs had Jason Hamill, mm-hmm. after July, maybe even the beginning, mid-July, he starts breaking down. And he this was documented. It, it's obvious that Jason Hamill, his production drops big time in the second half. And it was such, oh, my God, so Addison Russell, you, for Hamill and Samarja, to, thank you, and Billy McKinney, <laughs> thank you, Oakland. I'll, I'll always thank you for that. But the thing is, that preserves Hamill. And John Lackey, he's like 37. Thirty-eight now,
1: so <laughs> he's uh, up there. He's, he's, he's old. You're right. He's thirty-seven. So
0: y- that'll just help him. And uh, with John Lester, Jake Arrieta, and Jake Arrieta's declining, we we, we were seeing it. Well, there was it. no
2: way he could keep that pace. Obviously not. That was that was ludicrous. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that, that's one of the best stretches stuff. I, it's it's right there with it us. Say it's one of the best stretches from pitching we've ever seen. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. So I think this is ultimately a really good move. But at the same time, I'm going to go back to it. They're gonna to have to make a move this deadline for pitching, whether it's late inning or starting. So we'll see what happens.
1: What well, do you? Th- what do you think, Ricky? I think Miller's the prize, and and where do you start <sighs> with him? Like I think Solar is the bidding start. Well, I mean, it's. I think they I would, match up would, well I would, with. The I Higgins. would like. I would like to get rid of Solar only because what like the problems that he's had in Chicago. Maybe it's just okay. Change of scenery. You can go, and we sent Castro over there. So, I mean, you could just change the scenery in New York. However, I feel like, do I, want, do I want to get rid of Vogelbach? No, because, I mean, to me in my head, I kind of think of, I know it's far down the line, but there are some sources that are like saying, hey, man, we could predict that maybe Chris Bryant's not in a Cub uniform when he gets to... The end of his contract. 2021. Yeah. twenty twenty one. I mean, that's far down the line. You're not
0: going to keep Vogelbach, who's but, 24, 25 in the minors I'm, that long. I'm no. thinking
1: it's one of those things where, do we want to get rid of Vogelbach? Yes. Is he a thing? That's the piece, though, that the Yankees are going to want because they have an do aging it. to share at first. They, the, the question they, is,
0: they're using Mike Davis right now. Ike Davis. <laughs> He's their first baseman.
1: The, I guess my question is... Uh,
2: if Vogelbach comes up and doesn't perform well, though, do you run that risk of souring that trade? No,
0: I, I think Vogelbach will... He has value, regardless of how he does in the major leagues. I think with the Yankees, like I said, they match up very well with the Yankees. They'll get a power outfielder, power-hitting outfielder, Jorge mm-hmm. Soler. Now, he's got some injury concerns, and that's obvious. And you add in a Vogelbach, you're going to have to add in maybe like a Billy McKinney, Gleyber Torres. Okay. I wouldn't like Gleyber Torres to be traded, because he has another top shortstop in the system. Right, But... Ian Happ
1: possibly. Do we have to hoard those middle infielders? Yes, though? yes, you do, oh, because the they can play
0: everywhere. They can do everything. Look at Baez; he's, he's the best defensive player. Throw,
1: throw him player. In left field. Let's see how he does. You could do that. I Absolutely. know he can. That's the Chris,
0: Chris The thing is with Chris Bryant, he's an example too. Mm-hmm. He could play anywhere on the diamond. That's so valuable. How I
1: don't know if I put him in center.
0: He why he he the, could, the speed he, he played very well in center when he had a uh, game started there. What are you talking about? I'm just saying that's the one outfield <laughs> position where I'd rather have a outfielder. They don't need, him, they, in they in need him in center, but he could do it if they yeah. asked him to. And that's the thing. That's the thing with the Cubs. They're loaded with depth. They can all play versatile positions. And with you know, you got Ben Zobris as your lockdown second baseman. Javier Baez plays short, third, mm-hmm. second, if need be. And it's just such a nice position to be in. And I think they have the luxury to deal a guy like Vogelbach. You're not going to just let him rot in the minors. I think what the Cubs are doing, and they're smart. And we're going to wrap up this conversation well, now because I we've been bad. rattling.
1: I just I feel bad for Vogelbach because he's basically blocked by the Riz. Well,
0: well yeah, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You tra- I think the Cubs are waiting so they can get the most they can for his talent mm-hmm. because he's the top, you know, one of the better first basemen in the minor leagues. Uh, so do it, do it. Push we'll the button. With, start with Soler and what Andrew Miller has two or three years left. So, two, two. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would do it for Vogelbach. Uh, you think? Because, what, you have Arietta under contract for two more years. and know mm-hmm. they have uh, arbitration. Or this year and next year, what I meant. And uh, who else? Whatever. They,
2: they, Dexter they're time to win. They're, they're hitting yeah, that peak. Yeah, that's,
0: that's the thing, right? Now is their chance to win, so you got to do it. But, all right, guys. Thank you. Thank
2: you all for, he's for
1: of participating. Yeah. No, he's out of for I'm not out of one.
0: breath. What are you talking about, Ricky? You, I'll do push-ups right now you, for this
1: camera. Usually he's only uh, talking to himself in here.
0: <laughs> and I don't get out of breath doing that. <laughs> you,
1: you don't go for as long because you don't got us to talk to. That's what I'm well, saying. It gives me more breath. got Ricky's crazy ideas. <laughs> I just don't understand you sometimes, Ricky. And
0: I, I, at the same time, I still bring him on. I just don't understand.
1: And then you recruit me to play the game that I shall not mention. Overwatch? No, not Overwatch. The the worst one. The worst one. The (laughs) internet crack, man. What are
0: you talking about? I have no idea. We're we're not going to go there. But, uh, yeah, guys, thanks. Uh, Ricky and Dave, you guys are awesome. Plug your Twitters for me if you would. Uh, I'm, I'm
2: at Dave underscore under, yeah. Dote underscore tweet. I was surprised you remembered it. I thought I would oh, have to come I'm in all the Do you have a Twitter? He
1: does, but he doesn't tweet. I Dave do. don't
2: tweet. Dave don't tweet. That's my handle.
1: Well, I didn't I'm know a, that. I'm easy. I'm at Ricky Woodman. Yeah,
0: I'm at Rankin906. You guys should follow me and Ricky. Maybe and more and so me. Most Valuable Pod. Gotta mention Most Valuable Pod on Twitter. Also, you gotta mention our Patreon page, right?
1: Patreon.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast. You were on the last I one. I was. And I'm I'm not gonna say it. It's gonna be a secret we're going to have a pretty all star lineup for the August one. Oh, really? It's going to be good, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you. Am a- I involved? I'll, t- I'll tell you after. <laughs> no spoilers. It's a secret for them. It's a secret for them. I'll tell you after. I better be involved. I'll tell you after. <laughs> well, for the fans, because you need this. You need more yeah. of this. You guys, it's a spo- Like you guys, it's a tease. I'll tell him after.
0: All right, fellas. Well, I'm glad you can join us. Thank you all for watching and listening. Hopefully, thank you for having us on. Absolutely. Yeah, know. You know, you guys for, for always welcome. Us on behind. Always the welcome. And because of you guys, I'm able to do this. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening, being a part of this. Let me know in the comments what you thought about the Cubs talk. Derek Rose Talk, Jimmy Butler Talk. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Most Valuable Podcast. And we will see you all next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.